Hi, and welcome. Thank you for joining and listening, tuning into the Woke Women Folk podcast. And as you heard in the trailer, this podcast is really uh, designed and the intention set for women to come together to form connection and have conversations about life, about spirituality and relationships of all kinds, every facet of the human experience, finances and health and well-being of the body, of the mind and of the spirit. So in today's episode, with it being the inaugural episode and the very first episode of this podcast, I just really want to take a moment to just breathe. If it's safe for you to do so, maybe gently close your eyes and just take it a nice, deep, full breath and let it out to how you're comfortable. And I just want to take a moment to just honor you and acknowledge the fact that you're here connecting, connecting with me, connecting with this community, and connecting with this podcast specifically as a way to encourage and inspire and, you know, bring to light that which you truly are. So thank you so much, and I just feel really honored uh, to have the opportunity to connect in this way with you. And I really just set the intention that everything that is yours to receive, that you need to receive, that you do through this episode, and set the intention that I act simply as a reflection, as a conduit, as a messenger throughout today's sharing. And so what I wanted to speak of today and share of today is, is anxiety and how there was, oh man, so many years of my life where I faced and experienced intense amounts of anxiety. I remember as a kid, you know, sleepovers being a really big deal for me. Um, in that I would go over to a friend's house, I would be fine, you know, then it would become bedtime and, you know, lights out and time to go to sleep. And I would have so much fear come up. And again, as a kid, this is sort of beyond my capacity. So this is now me as an adult reflecting upon my childhood and really recognizing I had all of these fears come up, all of this fearful energy And it would, you know, consume me and I would have so much anxiety that I'd usually wind up getting like sick to my stomach. My stomach would be so unsettled and I would wind up, you know, midnight, one, two in the morning, calling my parents and asking that they would come pick me up from the sleepover that, you know, I didn't feel safe. And so then I would just... You know, they would come, you know, half awake, half asleep and pick me up and and take me home. And and then I would go to bed. And, you know, it's so interesting to me to 
recognize the correlation between so much of the anxiety that I experience and, you know, sort of at a baseline or real kind of foundational level of it, recognizing it had so much to do with a sense of safety and my sense of safety, my sense of, you know, the world being really big and really scary, much bigger than me, much more powerful than me. Something that, you know, I experienced, you know, separation and the harshness of, you know, um, really raw, intense, overwhelming emotions. And, you know, even at that point, experienced some physical uh, abuse. And so it's just the world was scary. It was this big, scary place. It was more powerful than me. It was overwhelming. Um, I've always tended to be uh, a more sensitive being and um, able to kind of pick up, really discern um, some of the energies and especially emotional energy and things like that around me. And, And so a lot of the time, even within my family dynamic, it was also overwhelming for me. And so it was you know, a big, scary place. It was overwhelming. It was, you know, sensory overload and, you know, didn't quite know how to deal. And so it was just this level of anxiety that I would experience over just not feeling safe, you know, and, um, you know, scared to do X, Y, and Z or, or scared to, you know, be in the dark, you know, and, and be alone, being alone was really scary. And, you know, anxiety has kind of come with me, even out of that childhood experience into kind of like youth and young adulthood. There was still so much of me that was experiencing the world, again, as this very scary place, where I experienced a lot of lack and poverty, where I experienced um, really draining, draining people, places, and things where, you know, my energy would just, you know, it's like the life just being sucked out of me. And that in and of itself was really scary. I also neglected a lot of my own personal needs. I've very often had the tendency for giving, but for actual receiving, and even beyond that, to receive myself, to take care of myself, right? And to provide for my own needs was something that I did not practice regularly. It was very few and far between. And and then if I I did, quote unquote, take care of me, right? There's all this messaging lately of you know, self-care, self-care, and self-love, and and while I absolutely believe it's there's so much important messaging around that, and how it's so essential to everyone and our sense of well-being and our own well-being, that it can get a little tricky and it can get a little sticky if we're always associating that with 
you know, externalizing that to where, oh, it's, you know, I'm going to go get my nails done and I'm going to buy, you know, this new outfit and those things. Nothing wrong with those at all. But the level of nurturing and self-care, that level of receiving yourself that I'm speaking to specifically is that nurturing of your spirit, right? Is that nourishing of your soul, like, am I taking time out? Am I stepping away from the hustle and bustle of everything or from my partner or my family's needs or my friend's needs? And am I really, you know, allowing myself some space to, you know, journal, to breathe? You know, maybe it's to stretch or, or move my body. Maybe it's you know, taking that walk out amongst the trees, you know, really going beyond, you know, just having that temporary feel good, you know, that, you know, momentary, you know, moment of, of care and really having a practice right, an ongoing sort of committed space of really receiving yourself, you know, hey, spirit, hey, soul, what is it that you want me to know right now, you know, what do you want to show me about X, Y, and Z. Hey, how do you need me? How do you need me? How do you need me to show up today? What do you need to feel fulfilled, to feel nourished, to feel supported, to feel taken care of? Right? Because that's so much a part of the totality of our being right? We're multifaceted, multidimensional. And so being in the world of form and where, you know, we have all this externalization of things, which is amazing. And I appreciate so much. Like if you know me personally, I'm such a foodie. I'm such like a natureholic, I guess I could say at this point. And animals and just things of beauty, you know, a beautiful sunset or flower. Like, I love the externalization of these things. And I think that's like, there's such gifts and blessings of humanity. But to also recognize that, you know, there is this portion of me, this other facet of me who is so much more internal and really receives nourishment and whatever from the inner workings and from, you know, giving some energy, giving some focus, giving some mindful attention to, to the inner state, to that well of being, right? That well being, that well of being. And so bringing it full circle back around to anxiety what I'm realizing and really recognizing 
is that anxiety really comes on when there is this questioning of safety, right? Where I'm feeling a little shaky and maybe my, you know, current circumstance or this relationship dynamic or this, you know, financial situation where something is inciting and really asking me to look at, you know, where, where is it that I find my sense of safety? You know, is, is my sense of safety almost in totality wrapped up into, you know, this relationship? Is my, you know, sense of safety wrapped up into my family? Is my sense of safety wrapped up into, you know, my country? Is my sense of safety wrapped up and tied into money? And so one of the things that I'm having this recognition of and even just in this moment receiving the transmission of is, you know, really looking at when you start feeling that symptom of anxiety of opening space, right? Being open to the recognition that perhaps there is a feeling of safety, that something that's occurring, something that life is providing me the opportunity with, right? Life provides us endless, countless, limitless opportunities to let go of just baggage, just heavy stuff, stagnant energy and things that we've been carrying that just become burdensome after a while, right? And so as anxiety kind of come up, comes up or whatever, perhaps the thinking of safety. Oh, where am I not feeling safe? Or what is it that my sense of safety that most likely and definitely has <laughs> served me throughout my life now no longer is serving me? this externalization of my sense of safety, right? I know for a lot of people, and even for me, a big one has been money, right? And sort of this attachment to, you know, as long as I have set amount of money, because it's different for all of us, then I'm okay, then I'm safe, you know? then I know I'm good. And so just as that anxiety, you know, is kind of creeping up or even overwhelming at the point of like whelm and just like, holy geez, what is going on here? Check in about your safety. Again, take care of self. Take a step back, breathe, 
and do a little self-discovery. Kind of observe some of the circumstances in life and see, feel into, inquire. You know, it's funny as I'm saying these things, it's those things aren't even necessary because the fact that you've had the awareness of anxiety and, and even of a matter of safety, like, that's it. That's it right there. And then life and your soul, your spirit will do its thing. And you'll just start letting go anything that is hindering. Anything that is pulling you down into that fear of safety, into that anxiety. Now... There is the opportunity to look at some of the energetics that we experience, the energetic body, and looking at the chakras specifically, and this recognition of safety being tied into kind of the first and second chakra, so the base or root chakra, and going into that second, that sacral sacral chakra but even beyond that I think so much of it lies within our conditioning right and our personality our programming I you know felt really unsafe so many times as as a child and growing up in my household and in my family it wasn't it wasn't always a safe place to be it wasn't always unsafe but it wasn't always safe and a lot of you know my parents conditioning and and programming and beliefs and stuff that they were running was again that the world was this you know big big bad scary place and you know it goes into the whole triangle of rescuer, victim, and abuser, and all those being interchangeable, and how my parents, and then passing on to myself, but even my my parents' parents, right, their parents before them, I think so much of this conditionality, this limitations around you know needing someone to rescue or save from this world that's super scary and super big and super overwhelming and just out to get you and you better watch your step and you better do like all these right things some group of human people you know made these rules and somewhere along the line created some kind of moral code and you know if you don't if you don't uphold these things, if you don't do these things, then you're bad and you better watch out. And just doesn't even matter if you do these things or not. You're just bad. You're bad from the get-go. So you're less than, you're bad. The world's bad. It's scary. You know, someone, something save, rescue me. Go into all these dynamics. But recognizing how 
you know, again, so much of our conditioning and our personality, I mean, this is just a brief little uh, window into my story, but, you know, it's being so compassionate and really gentle with myself too. And just saying, yeah, like the, this, this part of my personality, like this is the messaging that it got. This is the story that it got. This is what I kind of grew up in, right? And I'm now growing out of. And I'm ready to release that. I realize that that no longer serves me. And even just the awareness of, oh, okay, so anxiety. So I'm not feeling so safe, you know? A question that I like to ask myself, and I've been doing it more and more frequently is, you know, but what, what is the truth here? Like, what's the actual truth? And something always comes to me, you know, comes up from me or, or lands for me. However, it doesn't even matter the direction, you know, north, south, east, west. None of this matters. Where it's just like, oh, yeah. Like, of course I'm good. <laughs> of course I'm so safe. Of course, I'm always protected, you know, source, source, God, spirit has my back. I, I've witnessed and found even, you know, myself identifying as a woman that a woman's level of anxiety can be heightened with all the kind of added responsibilities, you know, in, in today, today's society, it's, you know, quite often cost of living requires, you know, mom and dad to both work or both caregivers, a dual income household, I'll put it that way. And so women, you know, going and, and doing their nine to five. And then also taking on the responsibility of caregiver and caretaker to children, or maybe it's just caretaker of the home, you know, and caretaking of their partner, which is definitely a future episode of relationship dynamics of, of lovers, of uh, significant others, and, you know, so much patterning of codependency and all of this. And so it's sort of this lack of of true self-care right getting back to that real nourishment of soul that real caretaking of spirit so many times you know women last on the list on the back burner their own needs what it is that truly you know boosts them feeds their energy replenishes rejuvenates And so I find that, you know, women, there is the opportunity for a lot of anxiety just by all the demands and the upkeep of, you know, the to-do list and of all the things. I mean, it's one of the really beautiful things about women, but on the flip side can also be the real burden, I think, and I think has been for the experience of many women for generations now is 
you know, this capacity to be so multi-focused and to just fill and fill, right, with all of the things, which is beautiful. But at the same time, the anxiety coming in with the overwhelm, right? And again, perhaps some of that fear, that fear of safety, that anxiety of, you know, your body, your spirit, your soul calling out to you saying, hey, you know, what about me? What about you? What about that facet, that portion, that part of you that literally is your well to being, your well-being? So I just want to close today with encouraging you, especially if you're feeling and experiencing anxiety, to perhaps take a little step back, create a little bit of space, And just ask, ask what it is that it's trying to show you or tell you, you know, evaluate your day and how it plays out and how often you're giving throughout the day. And then how often are you receiving? More specifically, how often are you receiving you? Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I truly hope and pray that you fill your well of being each and every day. Till next time, take care and be well. <laughs>